guys. Welcome to You The Boss Podcast, episode 24. I'm your host, Pam. And today we're going to be talking about quitting. Have you ever gotten to the point in a situation, a job, a career, an atmosphere, a relationship, where the bad is outweighing the good? I don't mean like you guys have had a a, a rough phase at a job or or in a relationship, in in a friendship. I'm talking, it just feels more bad than good. Where if you sat down and listed the last year of situations, there's far more bad than there is good. Where you can still connect even the good things to the bad things. Have you thought about leaving this situation, this circumstance, this job, and somehow in the quitting phase, you start to feel worse. You start to say, well, what will my parents say? What are my friends going to say? What are my colleagues going to say? What if I quit and, and, and I quit for worse? What if I leave this job and the next job I go to is just the same or it doesn't get any better? What if this is it? If you've answered yes to anything that I've just asked, then welcome to it because me too. At what point though do we walk away? At what point do we say, I'm no longer waiting for the decision to be made for me and I'm just, I'm gonna take this leap. I'm going to quit this job. I'm going to have this hard conversation and walk away from this friendship, from this relationship. I'm going to not put myself in that atmosphere anymore. I'm going to completely change my career. I'm going to completely shut down my business and go in a different direction. At what point do you choose to stop being miserable in a situation and allow yourself to take a turn? First, I want to say that this is totally normal. We've all been there. I mean, if you've gone to college at all, straight out of high school, you know that choosing a major, let alone making a full decision on that, is one of the hardest things to do before you're 20 years old. I I think that letting a 17 or an 18-year-old choose what they're going to do for the rest of their life is so moronic, in my opinion, because... 17-year-old me didn't know what she wanted. Luckily for me, I I chose a business degree and and it is a field that I've loved and and still continue to love. But imagine if I would have chosen to be a nurse and then I would have been a nurse for 10 years and then I just decide, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. Imagine how daunting that is. I want to let you know that this is so normal. Because we're constantly growing, because we're constantly evolving, we're always going in different directions. Not to say that you should essentially like bar hop through your life and through different situations and say, you know what, today I'm going to be a botanist and tomorrow I'm going to be a neurosurgeon. No, I mean, we're constantly growing and evolving and in the ways that we think and in the ways that we present ourselves and different things. And so it's normal to feel like what you are currently in is no longer serving you. So if you're feeling like 
you you need to you need to do something, you need to quit something, you need to move on from something. I'm almost shocked even to say this, but it's time to quit. It's time to walk away from something that is no longer serving you. And I don't say no longer serving you in the trendy way of everything is rainbows and flowers. We've we've talked about this before. That's not life. I'm not talking about a situation when you get through a, a busy season in your job. I'm talking about you've been at a job for five plus years and the only thing that it's doing for you right now is that it's paying you so that you can pay your bills. Nothing else. A relationship that you leave parts of yourself out of. You know, you don't talk about your joys necessarily. You don't really know the other person anymore. You're kind of just still in connection because, oh, we've been friends since 97. You know, kind of like the only relationship that you have with eating salads is to lose weight. You know, stop. We have to stop putting the word quitting as this bad thing. I know that coming from where I come from, you know, I come from a Dominican household. I come as the only girl in in my family. I come from two strong-willed immigrant parents. To quit something, to walk away from something that you started is so taboo. It is so wrong that you're almost like, oh my God, I can't do that. What will my parents say? What will my family and friends say? What will they say if I quit my job right now and move across the world? Oh my gosh, in the middle of a pandemic, I'm going to do that? I'm lucky to even have a job right now. No, stop. We need to unleash that quitting is such a bad word. We need to unleash that it's evil because we've learned that it's so evil. You know, last month here on the podcast, I had the opportunity to speak to some amazing women that that I've been able to come across in, in my journey. And, you know, I got them to talk about their journeys, about their careers. And they had so many different things in common and, and so many different ways of saying the same thing. But the biggest thing that they had in common was that they quit being in one place that was no longer serving them and turned onto the street that brought them to where they are now. And that is to to do something more with what they wanted to be doing. You know, we, we covered things from finance to medical sales to vision boards to manifestation to interior design to property management. We touched on the beauty industry and and these women had the opportunity to share that they walked away from something and got something more. And I do want to preface this and say that, you know, sometimes sometimes we chose the thing at 17 that we were passionate about in the time and it's not as glorious anymore because it's become a job rather than a hobby. I'm here to take that off the table today, not because I agree or disagree, but because it is a different topic. Sometimes being passionate about something is that you just really like the hobby and you don't want to do it to make money. And sometimes you need to quit trying to make money out of a hobby 
and find the thing that you're actually passionate about and that you should be moving in the direction towards. Like I mentioned, life is not rainbows and flowers. But when something is more miserable than good, it's time to walk away. Walk away. I'm here to remind you that your next opportunity, your next piece of happiness, your next thrill, the next chapter in your life is on the other side of the door that you're afraid to open in front of you. It's like you're literally standing in a line and the line, instead of it being a line of people, you're in line in front of this door that if you open it, you leave everything behind. It's like you're in a house. The house is fully furnished. Your clothes, your memories, your fully stocked fridge, fully stocked cabinet. And the choice is you stay in this house that termites have started to come in. At this point, the windows have a draft. They're all kind of broken. So you always have to use more heat than needed. And your clothes are there and you're able to wash them and take care of them. But it's mundane. It's, it's worn down. And you have the opportunity to say, you know what? All I got to do is walk through this door and the next home, my next opportunity, my next career, my next growing point is outside of this door. And you're afraid to open it. You're afraid to open it so much that you decide to stay in the roach and 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 rats and termites and whatever other creepy crawlers. And I'm sorry if I'm grossing you out. But those things are infesting where you are and you're choosing to stay there mentally and physically instead of opening the door and walking out into this different opportunity. I want to leave you guys with a story that is a little bit personal, but it kind of really isn't because I've talked about it here on the podcast before. So a few years ago, I was working for a company that allowed me to work from home. It allowed me to work from home as long as I was hardwired to the internet. And I did that for five years. And... That last year and a half, you know, not to say that I I wasn't grateful, but that last year and a half in the time that my mom had had a stroke at the same time at work, the only thing that that job brought to me was that I was able to work from home. They had gotten to the point where they weren't really paying me enough. My benefits weren't that great. The actual work that I was doing, my spirit was crushed there. My coworkers weren't, I mean... They just had like no personality. So it wasn't even like I was going to work to like keep connection. And I was so over it that I would dread going back to work on Monday. I would dread it Friday at lunchtime before I even left work for the week. I was already like so over it. It was so toxic and I couldn't get a grip there. But it allowed me to work from home. And, and that was what I held on to. I'm going to find another, uh, you know, for me to leave this job, I have to find another job that pays me this much and I'm able to work from home. And 
just to, again, put this into perspective, every time I had a meeting there, every time there was a coaching connection or a bigger team meeting or some company-wide situation, every time an email came in that was automated, it was like gut-wrenching, like waiting for something to drop. And it was like that for a year and a half. So on May 5th, at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, I had some kind of new VP send me an email, like an e- a Zoom invitation, which we're all pretty familiar with at this point. And I got on this call, I think it was like 11 a.m. And he got on and was like, hi, Pamela, I just wanted to let you know. And in under 90 seconds, he was like, I just want to let you know that effective immediately, you no longer work here. I'm going to leave you with this person on the call so they can handle any questions you have. Goodbye. And he got off. And in 90 seconds, he not only let me go, but he let me go in the middle of a pandemic. And there was literally no reason for him to let me go other than I'm letting you go. And my initial shock was like, oh, my God, how am I going to pay my bills? I'm planning for a wedding. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, my gosh, my insurance. What am I going to do? Now, for context, I did have a part-time job outside of that job because they weren't paying me enough. So it wasn't like I didn't have anything. But initially, it was my first time getting fired, so I was so overwhelmed. I remember even calling one of my close friends and, like, kind of explaining it, and she was like, why do you sound like you're in crisis? And I was like, because I am, because they fired me. And she was just like, oh, my God. And I was in shock. And then as the hours went on and a little bit of time passed and I had to put a little bit of perspective behind it because we were in the middle of the pandemic. It was literally life's way of removing me from a miserable situation. I didn't want to quit there because it allowed me to work from home. It allowed me to essentially get up in the morning as long as I was up at a certain time, be on the computer, playing Netflix in the background all day. I was able to make fresh food every day. I was able to clean up my kitchen on my lunch. I was able to shower on my break. But the job was doing nothing for me. If anything, I was more miserable reporting to that job than anything else that it could have, it could outweigh it. And I bring this to you as you're listening because I hope that whatever that is in your life, that you quit it. Quit all the unbearably miserable things in your life and go out there and find better. That summer, as miserable as it was in the world, That was, I can pinpoint, one of the most growing times in my adult life. I spent a lot of time at the beach that year. I spent a lot of time not watching Netflix, not watching movies, because I could not sit and focus after five years of playing anything in the background. But I spent so much time reading and dissecting and learning about who I am 
that this podcast came from that time of me having been partially employed during a global pandemic. So I hope that you take this story and not say, oh my gosh, Pam, I'm so sorry. No, don't feel sorry for me because it all worked out. I want you to take this story and I want you to go out there and go find whatever that better of anything is. Go find that better because you're so worth that. You're so worth more than being miserable consistently for long periods of time in a situation that's no longer serving you at a job, a career, bosses, any of it. You're worth so much more than that and your future self deserves it. Thank you for listening. Come back again next week for another episode of You The Boss Podcast.